This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Well, welcome to the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host. And sitting across from me, the man whose name is on the podcast, Dr. Richard Blackbee. Good morning, Sam. It's good to see you again, Richard. Always good to be with you, Sam. It's nice when we can do these face to face. Yeah, uh, I know for the audience, it's it's better quality as well when. We're not uh, doing it over Zoom or something. So yeah, and I'm uh, I'm out of town pretty well every week, but I just sometimes we're able to be home enough to actually get a recording. Yeah, it's nice when we can squeeze these in. It's been a I know it's been a hectic uh, fall for you. Yeah, um, I was and, just counting it in October. I think I I preached forty three times in the month of October and. That doesn't even count leading Bible studies or doing podcasts like this. Just, yeah, that's all, huh? So I, I got to pick. So it what up, did you Sam. do with the rest of your time? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you're working me hard, Sam. Yeah, I well, do what I know, can. No, no, no rest here. It so. is good though to be. It's I tell you what, people seem really happy just to be in live meetings again too. And yeah, you can't wear your pajama bottoms when you're, you know, in an actual <laughs> meeting and not on yeah, Zoom. But no. Uh, but there, there are pros and cons, they, you know, to, to both. But there are, I can tell you, people are pretty excited about. Well, you know, and I, I just, yeah, I think people are hungry to, to be together and, and to to just be in, in fellowship with, with other believers, especially. Um, and I think you've experienced that with uh, all the meetings that you've been to and just the receptiveness of, of the messages that you've been, been preaching. So I know that's been an encouragement and... Um, so this week we want to uh, we want to look at a really just being a a person of your of your word and and what does that mean and how can leaders uh, better use their word and you know as I said before we went live I said you know my suggestion is you know actually use words <laughs> uh, that that's important um, if you're if you're leading at any capacity so let's uh, I'll just turn that over to you then and we'll uh, sort of break it down from there. Yeah, you know, and Sam, I, as you know, uh, I've had a couple of dealings lately with some folks that are just, I, I never cease to be amazed at some people how poorly they use their words sometimes. And yeah. uh, leaders, leaders may use other things. They, they can use their brain, they can use their problem solving abilities, their creative abilities, uh, various things that leaders have to tap into. But words are one of the primary tools of leaders. Words inspire people. Uh, they can chastise people. They can rebuke people. There's a, they can uh, cast a vision that inspires people to attempt to go to great heights. But uh, but words are important. Some, some leaders are very eloquent. They can get on the platform and they can deliver spellbinding speeches and everybody's in tears afterward. And and then there's others that are not the the kind of people that are going to, you know, electrify a crowd uh, from a platform, but but they have a way of just one on one speaking life into people, uh, humbly yeah. expressing thanks and gratitude, and and maybe giving uh, timely comments or compliments. Uh, uh, it's said uh, of Winston Churchill that uh, during World War II he mobilized the English language and sent it into battle. It's been said of one biographer of his, yeah. and just the the when his army could not uh, w go toe to toe with the uh, the enemy, yet uh, even Hitler just w would go crazy with the the words that Churchill was using. To uh, Hitler thought, surely the people will just surrender and give up after all we've done, and yet uh, when Churchill had not much more than his words, that seemed to be enough, and so. Uh, I think leaders have got to be masters of their word, and 
And uh, that means that you, I think that you want to also keep growing in your use of language. Uh, and I would say great leaders work on their vocabulary and they evaluate how they're communicating. And uh, if they're putting out a memo, they're sending out an email, uh, they're taking time to reflect on it, to say, is this concise? Is this informative? Is this encouraging? Could I reword this in a way that's positive instead of negative? There's so many things when you think about it that um, leaders, if if you're wise with your words, uh, can be more effective than they, they currently are. So I want to talk a bit about that. There's a verse in Colossians chapter 4, verse 6, It says, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. And so, of course, uh, to let your speech be seasoned uh, or to be gracious, we we think of graciousness as, in one sense, uh, you know, of course, that's the way God deals with people. And and when he's gracious, uh, grace itself is is kind of a a, a gift. It's, It's what God uses uh, to relate to sinful, rebellious creatures of dust like us. Um, But grace also is very impactful. Grace has a way of lifting up the spirits. It encourages people. It forgives people. Uh, Grace transforms people. Uh, Grace is the way that God deals with people. And so, um, of course, God can transform a life. God can... uh, change the whole direction. Um, Grace is a powerful thing. And so letting your speech always be gracious, it doesn't mean that you're just always necessarily just polite and uh, you never get upset or you never call out things that are wrong. Grace is very transformative. um, And it's the way that God deals with people and God gets a lot of stuff done. And then it says season with salt. And of course, salt is a preservative salt. If you get salt in your eye, if you get salt on a wound, it's got kick to it. Uh, it there's a lot uh, that salt can do to add flavor, to add punch, to add taste. Uh, and so it's saying it's not, basically don't let your speech be bland. Don't let your speech be lifeless, like just tasteless kind of food that, that has no taste, no punch, no impact. Um, but uh, salt has a way of making your words basically impactful, uh, mm. memorable. Uh, and so it says, so that you may know how you should answer each person. And of course, that means that you don't talk to everybody the same way. And I know, I'll tell you, some people, they just live with cliches. Everything mm. is a cliche. <laughs> doesn't matter who they're talking to, if it's the person waiting on them at the restaurant or if it's their spouse or their direct report they're saying the same things and uh, and y- you figure that out pretty quick yeah uh, this person uh, you know my dad sometimes could say that especially as he got older uh, you know he he had these sort of sayings he would say to everybody's some stranger on an elevator uh, whatever and you just kind of realize well that's nice but he says that to everybody so it's like it's not personal it's not that he's necessarily noticed me it's just that's what that person always says. So, uh, and, and so Colossians is saying, let your words be transformative, let them be impactful, let them be unique, let them be personalized. Uh, and, and so I think certainly as leaders, we need to ask ourselves, how could my word 
have the most impact possible? Uh, why is it that some leaders, when they speak, everybody leans in and uh, takes out their notepad and starts writing down what's being said, and other people, uh, the audience is rolling their eyes and looking at their watches? Uh, why is it some people, just when they speak, uh, things happen, things change, uh, people get excited, and other people can talk and talk and talk, and nothing, nothing results from that. And so just a couple of thoughts on that, some things you can do. Uh, one is, I think, just fundamentally, just speak the truth. Just, just say things that are true and, and then back up your word, make them true. So, uh, and Sam, you know this, I've got a, a guy that I've been contracting with to do some, uh, some building at my house, just trying to, uh, build a little add on right now and some construction and, uh, and, uh, this, this, when you talk to this, uh, person that I, I contracted with, well, I tell you what, he is pretty high on himself and his abilities. And he tells you about all the great projects he's done and he shows you pictures. And he is just like, I just can't believe I've lived this long and not had him do work for me before. Um, <laughs> but uh, then you start to realize he's a lot of talk and there's a lot of things he says he just doesn't come through on. And so yeah. he says, I'll be there on Monday. Uh, and Monday comes and goes, he's not there. And uh, you know, he'll say, I'll be next week for sure. You know, no matter what, you know, rain or shine, I'll be there all week long. Doesn't show up. Um, and I'll tell you what, it just, it can drive you crazy after a while. Eventually, so far, he kind of does show up, but at the last possible moment. And, and the guy always has excuses. Always. There's always an excuse why he, it didn't actually happen the way he promised it would, you know, that, it was, it was raining somewhere in the state. And so he didn't, didn't want to take the risk, you know, that they might get wet perfectly clear, sunny day at my house, but, uh, somewhere I'm sure in Georgia it was raining. And so he decided to play it safe. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it just, I, I've been watching that. I, I'm just watching people that they say things and then they don't do them. Mm -hmm. uh, and it doesn't matter how many excuses you have, you know, I mean, at a certain point, if, and this guy really does think that he's like this great leader uh, who talks big. But don't talk bigger than you can act. If yeah. you can't back up your talk, then talk less. You know, downsize your talk. But, but just let it be known that whatever you say, that's going to happen. And if, I mean, certain things can happen to anybody. Uh, but I'll tell you what, if, yeah. like when this guy said, I'll, I'll be there next week for sure. Well, if Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday rolls by and you haven't been there yet, probably good to call me and tell me why, uh, you haven't shown up, you know, and it, yeah. it better be a great reason. Um, but, uh, it, it ought to bother you. That, that, that's the thing that I don't get, Sam, with a lot of folks is it just doesn't seem to bother them that they're not following through with what they said. Um, and I just, I've seen a number of people recently that made commitments that, uh, made promises and then nothing, just crickets. And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about certain people. Like I could not live with myself. I would at least have to call and say, Hey, listen, I just want you to know, I haven't forgotten. I, this happened. Like I'm really here. I'm working on this. I'm, I'm trying to get this in place. I should, I should uh, be able to get to you by, you know, this time. And I just want to keep you up to date. Uh, and so the question is, I'll tell you what, there's tremendous influence when a person says like, like for this guy, this builder, if he makes, if he tells me what he's going to do now, if he says, you know, I'll, we'll be there Thursday. Well, I, I'm not banking on that. You know, yeah. I mean, Thursday I'll be watching and maybe he'll, they'll show up and I'll be, 
actually pleasantly surprised if he actually did what he said, but I have no confidence. Now, the other people say I'll be there Thursday. I can set my watch by it. Like, I know that yeah. it, they're going to be there. Uh, and whether you're leading a business, whether you're leading a church, uh, sometimes pastors can kind of be a little fuzzy on this too. They they talk big, they talk eloquently, um, but then they don't always follow through or they, or they exaggerate uh, yeah. what they're actually going to do. And, well, and I, I wonder too if it's just, you know, people not taking their own words seriously that like, well, I'm just, you know, like... They just feel the need to fill the space with words and verbiage and yeah. and there's just something that in them that makes it like, well, you know, I just I just have to say all these things and this is what this person wants to hear, but but no no in, uh, inclination to actually follow through or to, to yeah. do what they well, you know, say. for years uh, the, the the dollar bill was backed by gold. It, there was a gold standard. It, there was a gold backing. Uh, and basically, in that day, you you couldn't basically print more money than you had gold to back it with. And yeah. eventually, the, of course, the nation got off that because they wanted to print a lot more money. Um, but I, I feel like your words need to have a gold standard as well, backing yeah. in the sense of your words need to always be backed with action. And what's happened is we've we've separated that, and so now we we do a lot of talking, but we don't feel obligated to back it up with action. Hmm. And uh, certainly politicians do that all the time. We're kind of used <laughs> yeah. to that, but just promises, promises, and there's no inclination, no real, no one really thinks it's going to happen. Yeah. It's just it's just what was said to get elected. Um, but th- there's enormous power if you begin to build a reputation, and the reputations are hard won. I mean, it takes time. Yeah. But over time, if you are known as someone uh, that is, if they made a commitment, it's going to be done. And so I've I've done some things where like I'm maybe one of several authors that are all going to submit uh, writing a contribution by a certain date. And, uh, you know, I, I take great pride in, if I can, even getting the material in ahead of the date. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you, there, there's been several times where... After I turned in the material on the due date, the uh, editor in charge uh, said, well, Richard, you're the only one to get it in on time. And and I just think, well, I'm busy. I, I know these other guys are busy too, but why is it that we all knew the, de- the deadline and uh, and some people make it and others just it, it doesn't seem like it's a they – don't, they don't even – message to say, hey, it'll be a few days late. It's just nothing. And hmm. uh, there's just something, I think, eroding our society right now where words are becoming so cheap that uh, th- 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 it also gives you a great opportunity because in, in an age in which words are cheap, if you always back your words up with action, yeah. I'll tell you what, you're going to stand out and you're going to have more influence. Well, that's So that's a big one. It's just just say the truth. If you if and back and the only way it's going to be true is if you make it true. So if you make a commitment, uh, those are just words. But if you back up the commitment, now it's you've made it true because yeah. you said it and it actually happened. And so, just take great pride in backing up your word. When you make a promise, no matter how awkward or inconvenient it might be to follow through on that promise, just realize you're you're forfeiting a lot as a leader if you don't follow through now and keep the promise that you made. Uh, a couple other things just to say with that one. A second one, just don't be shy about apologizing. Sometimes you're, you need to use your words to say, I'm sorry. Um, and those can be very powerful. Uh, and those are, hard, those are hard words to say. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we just, we'd rather make an excuse. Uh, well, I'm, I was busy or I, I forgot, or I just had a lot of my mind or, uh, this came up instead of just saying, I'm sorry, I, I said this and I did this and, and I want you to know, I, I, I feel bad about it and I want to make it right. Um, I, I had to do that yesterday. Even I, uh, <laughs> when I picked Claire up, uh, I told her I'd let her drive up the driveway when we got home. And uh, she had fallen asleep in the car, and I'd just completely forgotten. So we were sitting down to dinner, and she just burst out into tears. And, oh, and she'll like, remember. She's like, the driveway. I was like, oh, no. So <laughs> we, we, we rectified it, but it's, you know, it's one of those things you got to... That two-year-old never forgets. No, no, not definitely not. Uh, you know, the, the, the words... I, I've discovered a third thing is that... Uh, there's enormous power that comes with with blessing when you can mm-hmm. when you use the words to bless when you when you look someone in the eye and say you are just so good at that or I'm just so fortunate to have you as a friend or uh, you're you know boy you're so reliable or you did such a good job uh, you know it, at times it can almost seem what's the point they they know they did a good job or yeah. uh, this might be awkward. Just, uh, I'll tell you what, though, especially as a leader, there's enormous power in the power of blessing, of just stating a blessing, saying things out loud. Don't just notice it. Don't just think it. Um, say it, and you'll discover. And now you have to be sincere. It has to be real. Don't, yeah. don't say things, nice things that are just, uh, you know, that, that, that they're not based on facts. It's just what you say to everybody. Uh, what what makes a blessing so powerful is when you've noticed someone specifically and specific things about them, what they did, uh, and you you fashion your word of blessing around what you've seen and yeah. what you've noticed and what you actually believe. Well, and, I, and I know we talked about this on we we did a whole podcast on on being a blessing, but mm-hmm. but that blessing can only be realized if it's verbalized. Yeah, you know, and I think oftentimes we think, oh, well, that was. You know that was so nice of so and so, but you never tell them. Yeah, know? and it's and you're it's withholding that. It's wasted. Know? It's it's a, a something that could have had such impact. And I tell you what, as a leader, I just hate to miss opportunities. Yeah, you had an opportunity to impact someone, but you just didn't say the words, and so the opportunity is is missed. It's passed. Um, a couple other things just for uh, we we break. One well, one just this kind of sounds funny, but say something that people don't know. I know some people that they never say anything. They they never really add to a con a, a conversation. Like they never say anything that uh, hasn't already been said. That it, that's not common knowledge. And uh, but they just feel a need to talk. And so they they yeah. say maybe they say what everyone else has already said. Like I've been in conversations where I've said something, and then the person yeah, and then they just basically say exactly what I said. And it's like well, I'm glad you agree with me. But like, do you have any thoughts of your own? Do you did you have insights? Have you learned anything? Have you thought about anything? And, uh, and so, you know, be that kind of person that is thinking, who's growing, who's learning, who's reading, that you get into a conversation and you have something to add. And, and there are some people that don't really, they just don't think of, they're not thinking, uh, they're not growing, they, there's nothing new in their repertoire and their, their verbal tool belt. Um, but think of something new and, and use new words. Um, I'll see a word sometime or hear a word used and I'll think, wow, that was, I like that word. I don't think I've ever used that before. I I need to look it up, make sure I know what it means. And 
some of the podcasts you can listen to. There's some pretty smart people out there, and they'll banter a word around. I'll think, wow, that that has punch. I mean, you can't use that word all the time, but yeah. at the right moment, uh, try to bring in a, a new vocabulary. Um, and of course, another word, just another thing too, is just be careful about just uh, don't be vulgar. Don't be. There's a there's a great verse in uh in colossians 3 verse 8 that just says you know just do away put away any kind of filthy speech and i'll tell you just i've heard heard some people that i i I had a lot of respect for uh that were prominent leaders and then in kind of casual conversation they'll say things or even joke about things and i'll just i'll think you know that was just really unbecoming and uh and i think we all could be tempted just we kind of let our hair down we we're just kind of being goofy, whatever. But uh, but be careful because just in a moment of candor, uh, you can say something. Uh, some folks have been burned by by doing that on social media, and it's out there, and uh, and they've got a lot of regret because just in a careless moment, they just yeah. said something that uh, was they hadn't really thought about, they hadn't considered the ramifications, how that would appear. Maybe just saying it to one person, it wasn't really appropriate even then, but. But certainly, getting out into the broader public, and all of a sudden, it really looks ugly. Uh, and so, be careful because you can undo some really good words you said by just a careless moment of saying the wrong words. Yeah. Well, let's let's take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. I just wanted to take a few minutes to highlight one of the many resources at blackabystore.org. This is where we house all of. Uh, Blackaby material. And the one I want to talk about today is the Blackaby Study Bible. Uh, This study Bible gives you the results of the Blackaby family's approach to Bible study and encourages you to be available for an encounter with God in His Word. Unique notes and articles throughout the Bible give you guidance for experiencing dramatic, life-changing God encounters on a daily basis. It's on sale now for $35. You can pick up your copy at blackabystore.org. Links will be in the show notes. Richard, I imagine we could do a whole series on, uh, you know, being a person of your word and choosing your words wisely. I have a lot to say about that. You have many words (laughs) that could be used to expound on that, but uh, maybe just in the few minutes that we have left here, let's let's just unpack the the rest of the ways that we can uh, more effectively use our words. Yeah, just a couple more, Sam. Of course, this is just kind of uh, potpourri. We've talked about that before. But <laughs> uh, but a sixth thing would be just don't be too loud. And do you know people like that, that they just they just need to like lower the volume? I don't know what it is yeah. about some people. They're, I know, they're, but I tell you, I was... They're almost shouting when they're... Oh, I was in an airport lounge the other day, and this guy, you'd think like he was addressing the multitudes, and is on, he's on his phone, but but just talking loud enough so that everybody else in the entire room that's so awkward you you just had to listen to this guy (laughs) conversation it's like you don't have to talk nearly so loud or sometimes you're talking to someone else but and i've had people talking to me uh before where it's like you're just sort of embarrassed it's like do you know how loud you are right now do you find yourself speaking intentionally quieter the louder yeah i'll do that trying to get the like come on man it's like i don't I don't want everyone else listening to our conversation, and they they shouldn't have to. They have their own yeah. conversations. But uh, and and sometimes I'll get in that where like at times when I've been speaking a lot, uh, and then maybe I've been in loud airports and other places, you know, and I've just been having to talk a little bit louder just to be heard. 
and then I'd come walking home into our quiet house and, and Lisa, my wife, often will just say, now, you're not on the platform anymore, you know, turn, yeah. turn, like, take off your, turn your off preacher the voice, yeah. you know, and just talk normally. And, uh, and so, I mean, yeah. I can be guilty of that too, but, um, but again, let the, let the impact of your words not be by their volume, but by their content. Yeah. Uh, say things that have impact. Don't just shout. It's like the, fam- the, the, the famous line about the, the pastor who wrote in his, in his sermon notes, you know, weak point here, shout here. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, okay, this is, I'm not really saying much well, here. It, so it, it, it also it reminds me of when, you know, if you ever travel to another country and, you know, you don't speak the language and, yeah. and you're just trying to slow down and turn up the volume of, of your English. It's yeah, like, you just, just because you say it slower and louder <laughs> doesn't make it more comprehensible. Yeah, that's right. They still don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you're just, you're yeah. just shouting you're it just, now. But yeah, uh, yeah so and, and another one I would just say is uh, don't don't say too much. Uh, there are some people that, uh, that I know... Uh, that they just they 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 use way more words than are necessary, yeah, and they re- they repeat themselves. I, I know some people like literally they'll come around three four times and tell you the exact same thing, and it's like okay you said that yeah okay I got that I got that you know <laughs> is there anything else you have to say? But it's like uh, you could reduce and and so you you might have had a forty minute conversation with them, but they said about ten minutes worth of stuff, and so just just kind of monitor and, and I have, you know, I, I can have to watch that too. If you're just, sometimes you're just have, having fellowship, you know, you're just talking not so much to communicate as just to spend time with each other. But still it's like, if I've got 30 minutes with you, I might as, I, I hopefully I can come up with 30 minutes of different stuff to say to you, not 30 minutes of saying 10 minutes worth of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of conversations would actually be a lot richer if we just said less, but we, we were more focused, intentional. We said it once and then we moved on to something else or we, or we stopped talking and let the other person talk. Uh, an eighth thing, of course, just don't gossip. The Bible has a lot to say about that. I don't know what it is, the perversity of human nature yeah. that we just love to just kind of mention uh, shortcomings of other people. I don't know what that does to our heart that somehow we feel better about ourselves or we just yeah. love to... Um, speculate and comment about others. But uh, I'll tell you what, just be known as someone that if, if someone's looking to gossip, you're not the guy to go to because yeah. just shut it down or just make some kind of comment that just makes it clear you're not receptive to that, that that person's not here. Someone comes and says, did you hear what that person did? And and uh, there's been times where I've said something about, you know, I I hadn't heard that, but I, you know, I really appreciate that guy for so many reasons. You know, he's a great guy, and, um, and just be the kind of person that you're not wasting your words saying things like gossip that that don't edify you or anybody else. They're, they're just they're just the kind of conversations that are just dead end conversations that just don't edify anybody. Uh, the yeah. one the people talking or the person you're talking about, uh, and also I, I would just say be be careful, like stay in your lane when you're talking. I know people that just love to talk and it doesn't matter what the conversation is. They, they want to get, they want to do a lot of the talking, but there are times where it's obvious this person doesn't have a clue about this, this area, this field, his, you know, there's three friends talking and two friends work at the same industry and they get talking about something. And so, uh, a third person just wants to get their turn in, but they don't know what they're talking about. Um, I remember one time, uh, 
I, 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 I feel kind of bad about this, but I, I was in a three-way conversation one time, and two of us were talking about homeschooling. Well, two of our kids homeschooled for a while, and this person homeschooled all their kids. The other person had never homeschooled a day in their life. And so they kept wanting to break in and talk about homeschooling. Well, they didn't know what they're talking about. And, and I finally kind of said, well, you, you've never done it. You know, like the two of us are talking about what we've actually experienced here. Uh, and it just seemed kind of strange. Like th that, that's a time for a person to say, well, okay, this isn't my lane. Like, I don't know this. I, this is probably a, a, a place I should be asking questions. Well, tell me about your experience. You know, what did you yeah. find? Or I've heard this, or I've heard that. What, what, what did you find? But, uh, but, but there are times like in any conversation where you, you can't be an expert on everything. And so there's just times to probably listen or ask questions or let the other person take the dominant lead because that you're just not an authority on that. And so if you are an authority, then you may take the lead a bit more, but, uh, but don't feel like it's equal time for everybody. There's times yeah. where you just need to acknowledge this. I, I have a lot to learn here, so I probably need to say less. Um, and, uh, and, you know, kind of along with that, I, I know some people that sort of play verbal tennis. It's kind of like whatever gets, I want my, my time, you know, they, they just talk for two minutes about something that I know nothing about, but I'm going to talk for two minutes now and it's my turn and, but I know nothing about this and don't feel like it has to always be equal time. Yeah. If you are the expert, if you are the one that has a fresh new experience, uh, if you've got something burning on your heart, uh, then maybe you, you take the lead, but, but there's, but don't feel like you always need to say just as much as the other person. In fact, yeah. uh, you know, my dad was often kind of known for the, for the opposite that, uh, someone else would talk and talk and talk to him. And then he might have one sentence that just encapsulated everything they needed to hear. And he just stopped and said, you don't, you know, that you're, it's going to take you the next year just to respond to that one statement. Why say any more? Uh, mm. And I've had people say after they made this lengthy presentation to my dad, he would make basically one comment and that just, that was it. That's all you need to hear. And so, uh, oftentimes less is more. Yeah. You don't, yeah. don't feel like you got to say just as much as the other person did. And then maybe just, uh, a last thing to say today is just read the cues, uh, you know, pay attention to body language. Um, sometimes the conversation's done, you know, some people don't realize that, but like, you know, I think we pretty well said everything we need to. Yeah. I think Time we've covered on, everything. You know? Yeah. Uh, we both have other things to do, but some people just don't get the cue. You have to pretty well like physically just remove yourself from the conversation. It's like, okay, this, this conversation is just not going to end unless I end it because they, they want to keep talking, uh, or, or maybe they're, it's getting uncomfortable. Maybe I've, I've crossed a line here. Maybe I've just said something rude or hurtful. And I, but I, if you don't, if you don't recognize the cues, uh, then you, you may, you know, you may keep on talking when it's time to to be quiet you know? yeah. or maybe you need to just be kind of careful i've just kind of said something hurtful and i need to i need to apologize i need to backpedal here and realize okay that's i don't need to go down this lane any further uh, and some people just don't they don't pick up on the cues and so they're constantly just saying the wrong thing offending people saying rude things if they just stopped and thought for a moment it would be obvious that that's not where they want to go. Um, and, and people will just, they'll say things, uh, that, uh, you know, they, that are burning bridges for them. 
instead yeah. of building bridges. Uh, some people just have a way of saying things that just draws people to them. Other people don't realize that they're constantly erecting walls uh, and offending people. And uh, and I, I've, I've watched this a number of times. Uh, you yeah. know, someone will say, uh, well, what, what do you do? And they'll, well, I'm a teacher, I'm a fireman, or I'm whatever. And then the, the next comment is something that basically puts down that profession, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, well, why would you think that would be the right response? Why would you think, like, I know you're trying to be funny, but you just basically trashed this person's profession, and you think that that's, you don't think that that's not going to... You think there's going to be a conversation that comes after that? Uh, <laughs> but it's just people that are not thinking, they're not paying attention to the cues of the downcast look, the kind of the stifled conversation, the look in the person's eyes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just to kind of circle back around, just say words are important. Leaders need to use their words wisely. Yeah. Um, and and be evaluating. Uh, you know, it's, it, it was said by one of Winston Churchill's friends that uh, he spent uh, – many, many hours working on impromptu speeches, you know, just like, it, it was kind of <laughs> yeah. like, I, nothing was really impromptu with, with Churchill. He had practiced and prepared uh, so that what seemed like just an off-the-cuff comment was something he thought much about. And I think there's something to some of that to say, just be thoughtful about your words, yeah. uh, work on your words, measure the impact of your words. I've come away from conversations and you know, myself and thought, man, I talked way too much. I should have just cut it short there. I should never have gone down that alley. Um, I should have asked more questions. I, I shouldn't have talked so much. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I was a little too into myself today. Uh, next time I'm going to just really focus on them. And, you know, I, I think every leader can grow in that area. A few of us, few, few leaders just are always good at that. You, mm -hmm. I think we all have errors to grow in but uh but this is a, a day especially with social media now that so many words are being spoken and written and communicated that uh i think we just have to really hunker down to make our words count to be impactful yeah. and uh, so this week not you, you may think that your words are brilliant and insightful but take time to reflect on the impact your words are having yeah uh and I'll tell you one thing, you may think that you're you're brilliant, but if nobody is asking your opinion, no one is asking you to speak, no one is calling you up wanting to hear what you have to say, then maybe your your words are not as impactful as you think they are. And yeah. maybe this is a, a good time to say, maybe I need to do a major overhaul and audit of the kind of words coming out of my mouth uh, and just be a little more focused, a little more impactful in the days to come. Well, there's many more words that we could use to... <laughs> to discuss this topic but i think uh i think this is a great place to leave it and uh, again appreciate you taking the time and uh if those listening uh, have questions ever uh feel free to reach out podcast yeah. at blackandbee.org we'd love to hear from you and uh, with that we'll leave it there thanks for listening to the podcast if this is something you enjoyed it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on apple podcasts or wherever you listen don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends we always love hearing from our listeners so email us at podcast at blackv.org